take a shot every time you hear the word bounce back in this episode. God, I feel bad for whoever is on the other side of this drinking. Uh, I, if, I, Over the Border is not responsible for anything that goes south. Welcome back to Over the Border, episode 22. I'm in a great mood tonight. I'm here, as per usual, with the boys, Kyle and Ryan. Kyle, we'll start with you. How are you feeling tonight? Doing pretty good, although sports are kind of slowing down right now a little bit uh, with the March Madness tournament only at the final four stage. Uh, we kind of only have NHL and NBA going on, although they are moving closer to the playoffs, which is exciting. But once MLB gets going, then we'll have lots of day action going on. But uh, overall, I'm doing pretty well. Ryan, how are you doing? Well, despite me having a awful week, United still hasn't played. So obviously the morale is up. They play this weekend, though, so I have to expect to uh, get ready for disappointment. Uh, March Madness, Final Four this weekend. Uh, we'll be talking about that this episode a lot more. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm just trying to bounce back from uh, the horrendous week. Yeah, uh, that was a that. tough week. No, don't worry. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's a big bounce back week coming up. I can promise that. I'd like to get a uh, a bounce back week counter from all of us uh, <laughs> through 22 episodes. I feel like every week we're trying to bounce back or at least every second week, you know. Yeah, it's it's rare that we've actually seen a like dominant performance out of the three of us of the same week. It's always someone trying to bounce back. Yeah, and I mean you can't win a lock of the week for your life. So <laughs> no, and I keep saying I'm trying to bounce back, but yeah. you know, inner what you know what footy's back. I I tried doing something else last week. Clearly didn't freaking work. Screw you, Benedict Matsuro. I didn't go back to Montreal, but I'm go- I'm kidding. He's from Montreal. I love him. Uh, shout out Quebec, but. We're looking to bounce back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wise words from Ryan. Before we get into this week's episode, a quick recap. As Ryan mentioned, we're looking for a bounce back. I went four and six, forty-eight point one percent overall. Ryan one and six, forty-four point six overall. Justin five hundred week, six and six overall, fifty point three percent. He's above five hundred. Credit to him. Eleven and eighteen as a pod, not great. And 48.2% overall. Let's get into this week's episode. All right, we're going to start off as per usual with Coast to Coast recapping news across Canadian sports. As Kyle mentioned, things are kind of wrapping up, winding down, and, um, you know, The playoff teams are really separating themselves from the pack, but there are some Canadian teams in the mix. You love to see it. The Canucks bubble team, 32-27-9. The Oilers, 37-25-5. The Flames are hot, pun intended, 40-18-8. The Jets, 32-25-10. The Senators, 23-37-6. And some sad news coming out of Ottawa. Uh, their owner, Eugene Melnick, I'm sure everybody's that's listening to this has already heard this by now, but he passed away. Um, my sources close to the Ottawa Senators are telling me that he uh, has been battling with throat cancer, kind of under the radar. Um, that, that got him. He passed away. Uh, as of right now, it's kind of a mystery what's going to happen with the team. Uh, he said he had a plan in place for his oldest daughter, Olivia. Kind of a smoke, by the way. Showed her on the Sens broadcast yesterday. She's oh, kind of really? nice. She's kind of nice. I might try to get in there. Sorry, Julia, but uh, I'm trying to own 50% of the Ottawa Senators. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, but no, in all seriousness, 
it's kind of sad news. The guy obviously hasn't had a good reputation around Ottawa for the past few years, but he saved the team back in 03 from bankruptcy, kept them in Ottawa, was a real fan. Uh, so it's a pretty big loss for the city. Uh, yeah, but no, if I can just jump in, jump in here, despite it, obviously some of his downfalls, got to give him credit. You know, we got to grow up cheering for the Sens. We wouldn't have a team in Ottawa if not for him. And, you know, over the past uh, couple of days, I've seen a lot of stuff on social media and all the good things he did for people. And, uh, you know, obviously we wanted him out, but not this way at all. It's very sad. But, uh, you know, thank you, Eugene, for, for giving us a team. Yeah, from the Over the Border podcast, uh, we thank you for everything you've done. Actually much appreciated. And uh, I was actually at the Sens-Panthers game the other day, the last home game before Melnick passed away, the last Sens game, I believe, and... I got to be honest, it was electric. The atmosphere was awesome. 17,200 people there. The most in a non-Sens Leafs, Sens Habs game since January of 2020. Obviously not that ridiculous considering um, the COVID. COVID, the yeah, COVID, COVID. Thank you. Right. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it on the news. Yeah, I don't know if you've, I, I guess it's you been going on for a while. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it was, it was electric. It was electric in the in the in the arena, um, so I hope Melnick was watching that with a full heart uh, in his last few days. So, yeah, awesome. But the Sens suck still. Um, the Leafs, on the other hand, they're buzzing. They're forty-two, nineteen, and five. The Habs, eighteen, thirty-eight, and eleven. And I saw a report saying that uh, Kent Hughes wants Marty Saint Louis as the long-term head coach. Obviously, they were brutal. Not saying that they're much better, but they've kind of turned over a new chapter, and he seems to be the guy that they want leading the helm. Can we just say Marty St. Louis has gotten the best out of basically all the kids on the team, like especially Cole Coffey. Martin St. Louis. <laughs> Martin St. Louis. Martin St. Louis. A.K.A. freaking watermelon thighs. But he, Are you into that he got Cole... No, it's it's just this guy's got massive thighs. I'm telling you, he can literally break anything. But you got you got to credit him. Duchamp couldn't do anything with Caulfield. Sent him back to the minors, and now Saint Louis come in, and this kid already doubled his total goals this season under Saint Louis. Yeah, no, you got to give him a lot of credit. Like 18 wins is a lot for the Canadians. Um, it's really <laughs> gonna put them in a great spot. So you got to give him a lot of credit. Coming you, you, off you know, uh, Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> it's terrible. Which, first of all, I'll even admit this as a half fan. We shouldn't have been in Stanley Cup last year, but the fact that we uh, got there. You think? Hey, you know what? It's because of the Canadian division so crap. But talk about the Canadian division. Despite the Habs and the uh, and the Sens being so utterly bad, the rest of the Canadian teams actually have decent records and could make a shot in all the playoffs. Yeah. Chance. Uh, there's only one. There's only teams. one Canadian team that has a legitimate chance of winning the cup, though. The, the Flames, Flames are the only team. Yeah. Hey, Oilers, you know what? They're gonna. They're gonna. Their goaltending, not good you... enough for the playoffs. They give up nine goals to Calgary the other night. No chance. Vancouver, their roster is just not deep enough. They're not. Even, I don't even think they're gonna get in. Toronto, they can't win a playoff series. They're a joke. So I, I think the only team we actually have a shot with is Calgary. And that being said, I think they have a very good chance, and I, I really like this Flames team. What you need in the playoffs is goaltending. And if Halibut's actually Halibut's not playing well right now, but if he's at his best and the Jets are healthy and they somehow just sneak in. Yeah, they got to get in first. 
No, that's ex that's exactly it. They got to get in first. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, if they get in, they could give it a shot. But I think they got to like almost win out the remaining games to get in. So it'll be interesting, but uh, we'll see what happens. It'll have to be a Habs last year type miracle for the Jets. I yeah. think. I think they're gonna yeah, exactly. they're gonna need Hellebuck to play like Carey Price did down the stretch, and I don't know if they have that in them. But since we're talking about the seasons wrapping up, I was on lunch today at work. I did a little draft lotto sim. Took me 19 tries to have the Sens get the number one overall pick, so that's tough. how many times. How many times was it the Habs? I wasn't counting. Uh, I was just, I was just slamming the, the random generator. Ale, ale, ale. But let's cut, move along. Cut. Why are we cutting? Is it, is it Joe? Because he was because mm. I because mm. I was yeah. singing. All right, get well, on. let's <laughs> let's move along here and let's jump in. Kyle, big bounce back week in the NLL. What do you have? Before I talk about NLL, I just want to remind you guys, April 4th is finally the day where we get a wide variety of sports book in, sports books in Ontario. I know Justin and I are already signed up on the ScoreBet app. It looks like an amazing app. Very excited to use it. There's going to be a number of other books um, that will be available, so very exciting times if you live in Ontario. No longer only have to use that shitty ProLine book, so very exciting. Just keep that in mind. If you sign up early on the score, you get a little bonus. So I suggest you do it. Uh, but talking about NLL, came back last week, went 2-0. I'm the NLL god, 6-3 overall. Going with one pick this week, keeping it simple. Taking Halifax, minus 1.5 at minus 128. Let's get another winner. All right. Uh, keeping in some last, more, yeah, no. more minor, more minor uh, leagues. Ryan, I see you got some NL MLS action. Uh, it's, actually a f it's actually a farmer's league. Yeah, get it right. Come on. All right, my bad. Come on. No, but you know what? It's a Farmers League, but I clearly cannot get this Farmers League right. You know, it's a rough start. We're 0-4 uh, on the podcast. <laughs> I've, actually been, I, I've actually been keeping track, and I'll be, hey, transparency is key. That's what we have to say. So, I'm going to stick. 42-52-1, just to keep yeah. it transparent for the listeners. That's Ryan's overall record. Hey, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. My two best sports, I don't I haven't capped yet on this podcast. England and then MLB. Once MLB's back next week, oh, the, my record will be naughty, naughty. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Why haven't you been capping England on the pod? Because it's for the it's for the bankroll challenge, I guess. But we, we don't really have a segment dedicated to the English Premier League. Fair enough. Don't you stop you from adding some picks. You already talk about soccer half the fucking episode anyways. You know what? We we could think about it in the future. You know, get open because I I do have outside people asking if I talk about soccer, and if so, they would listen. Well, so have at her, bud. Anyways, my two picks. We got off topic there. Two picks. MLS Farmers League. Going to turn this league into my girl. I don't want to. I don't want to swear there. Uh, New England over two and a half. Uh, they're playing New York, the Red Bulls, not City. Both teams score. They've had a head-to-head -head in the recent matchups. And New England just came off a tough loss against Charlotte with the bumping crowd a week and a half ago. They haven't played since because of CONCACAF. But I think New England bounces back here, especially at home. New England might cover this by themselves, which is why I'm not doing both teams to score. So give me over two and a half. And then my second pick is DC United and Atlanta United. I bet on them. I bet on Atlanta last week. How'd that go? Bastards. The Bastards got a red card and drew. 
They were down 3-1 and tied at 3-3, even with a red card. So if they didn't have the red, you can imagine a different story there. So you could argue kind of a brutal, brutal scenario. But we're going DC United. Both teams are scoring over two and a half. I'm taking it safe last time. Atlanta, as you can tell, can score and can concede. And DC United at home is a better team when they have a crowd behind them. I could see this game being 2-1 United, maybe even 3-1 United. Atlanta's red card could come back to bite them this game with the suspension. Those are the only two picks I'm going to rock in the MLS. But, I just want to make sure that you Euro soccer fans are confused. He said Atlanta, not at Atlanta. Just want to, hey, just want to clear good. that up. And he's talking about DC United, and that's why he's so confident that they're going to be able to score compared to the other United where he has no faith. <laughs> oh, that, that, that was just out of nowhere blindside RKO. I mean, you know what? I, I love it that you guys are engaging. You, te- you teed us up. What's the uh, song for MLS? Like, what kind of transportation are we taking? Uh, it's a, a pr- well, I, I, I don't know. It's probably a bus. But uh, if you're flying from LA to Montreal, if you're going from LA to Montreal, I doubt you're taking a bus. So Air Canada first class. All right. All right. That's what, that's what, we're, that's what we're doing. Well, but, let's hey, jump into some NHL wait. news. Wait, wait you're, you're not done? I'm not done. I was going to say, because we're on the topic of soccer. I want to talk about what has been going on. Fair enough, fair enough. Massive news in Canada. First in like three decades. 36 got, years. Yeah. The World Cup, Canada f- finally qualified. Never thought those words would be coming out of my mouth ever in my life. But all of a sudden, our you could argue, kind of argue our generation, maybe a bit older, has turned this Canadian team around. Like The majority of the guys are young. You got Davies... Uh, David, Taylor, uh, uh, Taewon Buchanan, uh, the left back, I forget his name. It's, it's, it's arguably a young squad, but they qualified with a huge win to Jamaica. I, I feel like half of Canada was at this game. Uh, I knew a, a lot of people, and I feel like you guys did also. Yeah. It was a, a packed house for sure. Field. And for but, how much I dog soccer, this team has me. So invested. I've been watching all the games, getting so fired up, and I can't wait to watch them in the World Cup. I genuinely think this is only the beginning. I, I think this team can finally maybe get more of Canadians into soccer as, I don't know, how often do you see a guy jumping into a snowbank for a celebration? You yeah, I mean, I've out. seen some see of the, that in Canada. I've seen some of the TV ratings, and the games are getting more than a million viewers. So there's people that are very invested in this team. It, it's it's basically got it's like the this Canadian team. I'll say is like the Raptors when they had this run a few years ago with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. They have the they have the entire nation behind them, and the That's World Cup still the the World Cup still only like five months away. So this can even grow even further. But what does this mean with Canada? And maybe group-wise, it it's still not determined until tonight. Games in just under an hour against Panama. So if Canada wins, they qualify for something called Pot 3, which means they wouldn't be in the lowest seed in their group, which is massive. Because if they That's... any other result, you're facing the power European houses of Portugal, England, uh, well, I was going to say Italy, but yeet. I saw pot three, and the only team that actually really stood out to me was Poland. Otherwise, I think it looked like a pretty weak 
um, Ser- Serbia's Serbia's a, a, a low key good team, but Canada, Canada, Canada. If Canada makes pot three, I think we have a legit chance of moving on. But if we stay in pot four, we're gonna need an absolute Cinderella story. While we're on the topic of soccer, I mean, we might as well just talk about it this whole episode. We got to mention the Egypt versus Senegal game. Ryan, I'll let you take this over. Yeah, well, you've seen the video, uh, Justin. I don't think I don't think you no, saw I it. Haven't. So this. So a bunch of games in order for Canada to actually be able to come pot three needed to go our way, and it turned out it did. So it's kind of like a Cinderella story in the making. Uh, Senegal and Egypt went to penalties, and I, I, I kid you not, this was an EDM festival DJ snake at an, at an African game. Mo Salah standing at the PK spot, and I, I, don't, I don't know. The, the man was blind. There, there was like a hundred <laughs> lasers on his face. It was in crazy. NHL. If if there's one in the stand, the guy gets banned. These guys weren't even like hiding it, full out pointing the laser beam. It it was. He ended up missing the penalty. It was like and, he was at the show and ordered bottles. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, credit Mo Salah, even though he missed, eyes closed, stay composed, no excuse. But, anyways, Senegal moved on. Uh, Mane, his teammate, actually ended up scoring it. So, before we move probably, on from this, I got to mention I did a little dive in on Twitter because I, I found that crazy. Apparently, when the game was played in Egypt against Senegal, some of the Egyptians were using laser pointers as well. I don't know how yeah, verified that I, is. I, I didn't I did, see any did, videos about it, but that. I just wanted to mention that. I wouldn't be surprised if if half the stadium's doing it. Why wouldn't the other half be doing it also? And to be fair, I don't know. It, it's just, it's a weird atmosphere. Like the other uh, AFCON game, Nigeria and uh, Ghana, when Nigeria lost, uh, they crowded, they stormed the field and basically just like destroyed it. Not not to like the Mexico event that happened a few weeks ago, but it's still, it's, it's, it's crazy. But football hooligans are something else, man. Crazy fans. But let's move along here. <clears throat> let's get into some I, NHL news. I, I genuinely think that's oh. the longest we've ever talked about. Uh, I'm, I'm, I gotta say, I'm sorry to the listeners. I facilitated <laughs> a lot of that. I'm sorry. You know what, though? It's his, It's history in the making, so gotta give Ryan his shining moment, you know? Let him talk soccer for a little bit. This is where, this is where I shine. Um, but <laughs> let's move along into the NHL news and picks. Uh just a few notes in the NHL. They're raising their salary cap next season to $82.5 million. So uh, maybe maybe the Sens will uh, actually sign some guys because, you know, we're, we're struggling with the cap. So uh, that's uh, actually huge for the Sens, uh, obviously. <laughs> Not. Um, but, yeah. And there was a playoff salary cap increase discussed at the GM's meeting in Florida. And then one final note, the Wild are hot They've won seven straight. Flower looking to go two and two or win two in a row here uh, for the Wild. They play tomorrow night against the Pens. Um, speaking of which, I'm gonna ride that wave. I've got the Wild minus 120 against the Pens. I know I'm sure he's been back to Pittsburgh, but I'm seeing this as a flurry revenge game. So uh, yeah, give me the Wild minus 120 against the Pens. I got one player this week. I'm actually fading Justin, not intentionally, but I'm taking Penn's money line plus 103. 
Pens have been very consistent all year. I'll gladly take them at plus money. I know the Wild are red hot, but I just love taking the Pens at plus money. Surprisingly, I've got a pick. And it's neither of yours. So. This is monumental. It is monumental, but guess what? I'm, I've, I've, this Because there hasn't been any footy for the last, I don't know, week and a half, two weeks, I've become an NHL guru this week. You know, I'm guru. I'm three and one. So this pick's actually tonight. Kraken and Knights over six. Uh, I, I just think I see goals and Knights away. I could see this game being 4-3 for the Kraken. So if you want, sprinkle some money on the Kraken money line. Not official play, though. What do you mean, non-official play? It's on the card. So it's not No, it's not official. It's, it's just you're saying the money line is not oh, official. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. It's, it's, it's my official lean. Mm. Mm. All right. Well, let's jump into some basketball talk. Starting with the NBA. I actually have a play this week. It's a public fade, but Kyle has the same play, so I'll let him tee it up because he is the basketball specialist on the pod. Thank you for that introduction. And yes, this week, me and Justin have a quake take. We're both riding with Hawks minus five against the Cavs. Cavs will be playing a back-to-back. Right now, they're playing the Mavericks. Uh, The Hawks are battling for a playoff spot. The Cavs have been good lately, but I think tired legs are going to catch the Cavs here. And the line doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So we're both taking Hawks minus five. Who, uh, who, Who copied who? Neither of us copied each other, actually. He had that play. I looked it up, but that was the only that was the only play that kind of stood out to me. I just I haven't seen uh, Mr. Justin on uh, too much NBA. Yeah, he, well, he had it first. I will say he did have it first. There were there weren't a lot of games in the NHL that I liked, so I felt like I needed to float a play out there. So I decided to do a little bit of research in the NBA, and um, it was the oh, only actually did research for this. He's extending yeah, his knowledge here. He's got the facilities for that. Everybody. Oh, wait, I thought you only bet with your gut. That guy just. Wow, he's got, right. he's got two. He's making his return. I thought he, I thought he was deaded. Until today, they call me Jesus Christ. They call me Jesus Christ. I was resurrected. It's the Undertaker. It's the Undertaker. I didn't think he was going to come back till the NFL season. March thirty first, twenty twenty two. Tomorrow night, I'm coming back from the dead. It's going to be Easter two point oh. Um, but. Let's get into the biggest sporting event going on at the moment, March Madness, college basketball. The Final Four is set, Duke and UNC, what an electric storyline, and Kansas against Nova. It's pandemonium. It's crazy. Kyle is looking quite good if Kansas can win it all to win. Are are you a lock to win the, uh, I don't want to jinx you, are you a lock to win the bracket challenge? Right, like as of right now. Yeah, like are are, are you no. in the lead? No, <clears throat> no. If uh, if Kansas doesn't make it to the finals, I think I lose. I think if I win this game, I win it. Okay, okay, interesting. I guess Ben has uh, Ben of the listener pick he segment for those listening. Finals. Yeah, he's got Nova in the finals. So, yeah, this is a huge game, big swing. Um, actually, sorry, I take that back. I think I need Kansas to actually win. I think I'll be down two points even if Kansas makes it to the finals. Oh, really? I think I need them to win the tournament. Yeah. Not as big a swing as I thought, but what a storyline. We'll swing over to the Duke UNC. Coach K, revenge tour or retirement tour. He gets to play for the first time in his career. First time ever, I believe, 
against UNC, one of the biggest rivalries in sports, in a Final Four. That game is going to be fucking wild. It's going to be crazy in the arena. I'm really excited about it. Speaking of which, I've got Duke minus four and over 151. The overs tre- or the unders, excuse me, treated me nice, but I think that. They've been so hot in the round of or the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight that I'm flipping the script. I'm taking the over. It's a lot more fun to root for an over. So give me Duke minus four and over 151. I also have Kansas minus four and a half against Nova. I'm just taking the favorites. Spray and pray. Let's ride. Yeah, Justin going with straight shock with all three of his picks. I've only got one pick in this segment, and I will have one. In my lock of the week, I'm going with UNC plus four. I think it's going to be a close game, pretty high scoring. I like the over, but I'm just not a big over better. Um, but I think UNC plus four gets there. You know, tough week uh, last week, especially because of March Madness. My bracket, absolute dunzo. I went from having a pretty good chance to everyone being knocked out, but a boom, but a beam. So keeping it simple. UNC plus four. I think it's going to be a cracking game. Could be high scoring. So, as Kyle said, and as Justin has, I do like the over as well. I think it's going to be, I'll even give a square prediction. 78 76 will be the final score. Wow. For Duke. Bold. Bold. For Duke. So, you think yeah. Duke wins the game, but UNC covers, eh? Respect. Yep. All right. Well, Let's dive into the listener pick segment. Kyle, I'll throw it over to you. I mean, I guess credit to the listeners for finally getting a winner. <laughs> you guys were on quite a losing streak, much like Ryan. He mentioned before the show there was a competition who could win first, his lock of the week or the listener picks. You guys prevailed. Credit to you. Uh, credit Ryan to lost credit to with that credit. Ryan, unfortunately, did not win. He had Arizona with Ryan. I just realized that both named Ryan, but listener Ryan had Arizona's lock of the week. It lost, unfortunately. But John, his return to the listener pick segment, big win with Miami. This week coming in, we got Lastman picks, and John, of course, coming back. John's rolling with Coach K and Duke minus four, and Lastman picks rolling with Canucks money line. I believe that's tonight against the Blues. Good luck to you both, and uh, pick it up, guys. Let's go here. Yeah, well, I on, want man. someone to get a sweater. Yeah, like we've been waiting. Keep keep hot, bud. Keep it hot. He's five and one. I just want to point that out. Five and one so far in the listener pick segment. So credit. Gotta give him. He's the only. He's the only, he's the only shining light out of the entire squad. It's a fact. Anyway, let's dive into the hundred dollar bankroll challenge. Kyle wanted to make me cry, so in the notes he made it big, bold, and red. My 13 and 28, in case you haven't been keeping up. I am eliminated, obviously. I lost all my money. 13 Wait, and not 28. Still it. You're not in it anymore? Uh, no, I haven't been for a few weeks. Welcome to the oh, show. Okay. Uh, yeah. My name's Justin. I'm not a great gambler. Oh, wait, what? You don't have a pick this week? You guys went 0 and 3 for a combined minus $30. But how much money you. do you have? <laughs> Kyle went 0 and 2 minus 15, 72 56 left over and Ryan 0 and 1 minus 15, 55 05 left over. Credit to you guys though, your records are way better than mine was. What do you guys got this week? 
Got two plays. Need to bounce back. Week is right. <laughs> it's, it's the theme of the episode. If you, if you haven't realized it yet. And uh, for my first play, we're going to the NLL because I am the NLL god. I gave it out earlier. Halifax, minus 1.5, minus 128. The juice isn't great, but this Halifax team is a wagon. They're a new team in the league, I think. I watched one half of their game. looked pretty fun. So we're going to take them on the puck line. My other play, Hawks, minus 5, minus 110 for $10. Talked about that one earlier as well. Love the Hawks in this spot. And... Uh, Let's go. Good luck, Ryan. Yeah, you know, good luck to to you too. As as Kyle said, as we've all said, I need to bounce back. You know, I've struggled the last two or three weeks here. And Hold on. I'll call it. Take a shot every time you hear the word bounce back in this episode. You'd be fucking crippled. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Is it possible if we can just edit that at the beginning of the episode? Something, a little snippet. Yeah, we should put that in the intro. I That'd will. Be funny. I will. Take a shot for every time we say bounce back. But I've got three plays, $10 each. First play, won't say, lock of the week. Second play, Leeds versus Southampton. The Lions at three, but it's plus odds, and the over two and a half is a bit too juiced. So I'm doing over 2.75. So if the game finishes three goals, it's a half win. I just... Leads under this American coach. I'm going to call him Ted Lasso. They've had some, they've had some fire in them. They, they don't go away. It's kind of surprising. It's kind of Ted Lasso-like. And for those of you who know Ryan, and you've talked to him about the Prem before, if he would recommend you cheering for a team, it would be Leeds because they love to open it up. And yeah, that's, they concede, that's my squad, actually. Yeah, they yeah, concede actually, a lot of goals, team. but they I'll, score I'll a lot. Pick Leeds. Uh, yeah, that's actually my squad. Unfortunately, they play their games at 9 a.m. on Saturday, which is kind of tough to get out for. So I haven't watched a game yet. But next season, I'm thinking that's when I really get into. That's it your bounce back season. Exactly. Bounce back into the into bounce back. The, the prem. Sorry well, to cut you off, Ryan. Kyle, you, you gotta hope that they don't get relegated. It's, it's a relegation battle. Oh, right are we down that path? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There's a reason oh, no. Ted Lasso is coming. Oh, maybe they're. Maybe we go dominate the Champions League. What's a big deal? Uh, you mean the, the championship, not the Champions League, the championship. Ah, it's the same thing to me. Ah, the same thing. Tomato, tomato, championship, Champions League, same thing. But yes, Leeds over 2.75. If it's three goals, it's a half win. Southampton need a bounce back win after this 4 nothing thumping of Aston Villa. Expect them to score. Shea Adams up top. He's on a bit of a drought. I think he breaks it anytime goals for Shay Adams potentially because Ian Melier for Leeds Done. is leaky. He's leaky. Uh, but then Leeds with Ted Lasso, it's they score, they threaten. Patrick Bamford, their top striker, he's been out all all season. They're finally getting him back. He played half the game last uh, two two or three weeks ago. So with this rest with the international break, expect him to start this weekend. What would and you say set, his fitness level is? Say his fitness level should be around a hundred percent. Ooh. But I hear a lot of footy guys talk about fitness. Oh, uh, fit. you know, if it's to be fair, it is a he's fit in it, bro. I'm pretty sure it's a lower body injury, so he's probably like 85 to 90 percent fit. It's quite the turn, you know. 100, he's 100 percent. Oh, 85, 90. Maybe, maybe. I have to think about that one. I kind of shot my answer too quick. But my third one, a little, little, little cheeky parlay. Spurs, Spurs, and Newcastle. I think this is going to be a belting game. You got Spurs fighting, 
to get in the Champions League. They got Newcastle trying to get some separation room from the relegation. Not the championship for those wondering. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The difference. Second division championship. Champions League is the top. Spurs being Tottenham. Crème de la fraîche. But Spurs-Newcastle. I think it's going to be a cracking game. I might even just bet the over by itself. Spurs being Uh, Tottenham. Yep, Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspur, not a big deal. I, I, uh, yeah, I know. I, I know my soccer. Not a big deal. This guy, this guy, this guy knows his footy. No, Harry, no. Harry Kane, top striker. Harry Kane and Harry Kane and uh, Huming Sung. Oh, that, I watched the All or Nothing documentary on Tottenham. Actually, pretty like. Oh, with uh, Jose Mourinho's coach. Yeah, he is by like he is my favorite coach ever. I think he's not in his prime anymore. But like 10, 15, 10 years ago. Mourinho was the goal. He was the last last United manager to actually win us a trophy. So, what does it mean for a coach not to be in his prime? <laughs> That's a serious question. It's I don't, like because Mourinho in his prime was as energetic as anyone you'd see on the pitch. So, as he's gotten older, he's a bit calm. So I think he's maybe lost that intensity or that I don't know the the special one mentality. Now he's just I I feel like it's more like chill Mourinho now. So like it's a different phase, All if right. that makes sense. Yeah. But anyways, my third pick, Spurs and Newcastle. It's gonna be a banging game. As <laughs> you got, uh, like I said, Champions League, and then one fighting for relegation. Expect this game to, you know, Newcastle might even shock this game. It could be a two-one Newcastle. Uh, so if Newcastle has some value, you can check them out as well. But parlay that with Bayern team total over one and a half. Robert Lewandowski or Robert Lewandowski. He scored for Poland this week. Shout out Poland. Shout out Poland for qualifying for the World Cup. They uh, And Bayern, slowly getting healthy. I don't think Davies is back this week, but in the future he will be. I think Bayern against Freiburg away. They'll score. They've done it for the last five head-to-head. I'll take that any day. Probably those two for $10. All right. Now for everybody's favorite segment, the lock of the week. To recap last week, we don't really have to. We all lost. That brings me to 11, 7, and 1. Ryan, 7, 12, and 1. And Kyle, 12, and 8. Unfortunately, snapping his five lock of the week streak. But we're looking to bounce back. Yes, sir. Bounce back, bounce back week. Bounce back, bounce, bounce back, back, bounce back. Here we go. I'm going to ride with Nova, Kansas, over 133. I teased it in the college basketball segment. I'm flipping the script this week. Overs, overs, overs. Let's ride. Before I give my lock of the week, I just want to say if you want to make this inter- this episode really interesting, you also take a shot every time I cut Ryan off. It was about seven times, so you could get a good buzz going doing that as well. But this week, going back to college basketball, it's worked pretty well. Unfortunately, lost last week, snapping my streak, but we're still 12-8. and eight. Looking very good in the lock of the week. Taking Nova plus 4.5 against Kansas. I have Kansas to win the tournament, as you guys know. Um, but I really like Nova in the spot. They did lose one of their better players, one of their starters uh, last week in a pretty gruesome injury. That's going to hurt them, but Nova's a powerhouse. Their free throw shooting is what really uh, makes me like them to cover this four and a half spread. I think they shoot at like 82% or something like that, like crazy, crazy free throw percentage. I think they cover this number. I think it's going to be a closer game than most expect. Public is all over Kansas. Give me Nova plus 4.5. It's time to bounce back. 
God, I feel bad for whoever is on the other side of this drinking. Uh, I if, okay, over the border is not responsible for anything that goes south. But footy is back. Screw the international break. I'm going right back to it. I'm going to Italy. I'm going to Lazio. I'm going to Rome. Cue my. Yesterday, I learned the difference between a train and a boat. I wrote this song before that. Train on the water, boat on the track. Train on the water, boat on the track. Perfect. I needed that. I needed to hear that. Now I'm in the right zone. Lazio and Sassuolo, both teams to score over two and a half. Sassuolo have been the both teams to score kings this year. It's basically been like a banker almost every week, especially away. I think Sassuolo might win this game outright. Especially Lazio, they've been shaky. But Lazio at home is a force to be reckoned with. I could see this game being 2-2. Or even 2-1 Sassuolo. Because Sassuolo away, they shocked some big teams. They shocked the Inter Milan. They kept it close with Juventus. I could see this being a close game. But I think the best bet and the banker of the week is Lazio both teams to score in over 2.5. I'd also like to say that if you take a shot every time Ryan throws on a new accent, he he, he lets him fly. He threw in a little Italian, little British, French, Canadian. Guy does it hey, all. Hey, you know, it's, I'm like a Swiss Army knife. I can I can do it all. Swiss Army knife. They give me a Swiss accent. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at OverborderPod. See you guys next time. Life's a gamble. Don't want to put the house on it. No.